Welcome back, everybody. It's your boy, Luce V, and we're kicking off our season uh, season three, episode one of our show, Loose Cannons. Um, without for, I'm not going to hold you too much. This week, I'm going to do it pretty quickly, bring in my good friend and pal, the king of the comics. King of the comics, yeah, dog. How you doing, Brody? I'm pretty good, my friend. I'm happy to be back. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Welcome to season three. Welcome season to season three. three. Season that was fast. Cause we was just in season two last time I checked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a scientist, but I could, but I could have sworn that was a brief. Yeah, yeah, man. That was that was quick. That was quick. Yeah, it was quick. But before we get too far into the, the shenanigans, got to introduce, you know, a good friend of mine by the name of Zell Nobel. What's up, family? How y'all doing today? I'm here, y'all here, ready to have a good show. All right, this must be a great show because we get to yeah. talk about my favorite thing on Netflix. My Ooh, well, I already know what that is. On Netflix. I, I would I would say it's the best thing on I would argue it's the best thing on Netflix, in my opinion. That's a debate. I mean, that's that's that's, 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 debate. that's 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 another debate. That's another debate. That's another debate. We got a big debate ahead of us tonight, so yeah. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna put another one in front of the plates. But and what is the debate tonight? Just to kind of give them a, a quick teaser, of what's what's to come? Oh, uh, tonight we have we have uh, who has the better character development between Zuko from Avatar: The Last Airbender and Vegeta from DBZ. Battle of the Princes. We're gonna see Battle who got the, the better developed prince. We already know. <laughs> we do already know. Oh, thank there she goes. There's and that's right. our number we one. We already know. We already know, but I would say yeah, that the honorary fifth member of the show is us. Of course, and we got Shermana's fourth, and then Rose. Rose is definitely the fifth member of the show. And Rose is in the Rose, Rose is in the building. How you doing, Rose? How are you? Yeah, well, uh, thank you for coming back and tuning in with us. You know, we always appreciate you. Yeah, we've, been, we've been talking a lot lately in the group. I, I'm happy to talk to you more. So that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, still wait right. for you to come on the show, though. Like, I mean, you know, yeah, that's got to happen. It's inevitable. I, I didn't forget you know. that. I yeah. didn't forget that. But to answer her question, as far as we, we are talking, <laughs> in, we are talking entirety. We are talking entirety. So it's it's uh, Vegeta from the Saiyan saga all the way through, you know, Super more or less, and Zuko from beginning of Avatar with the book one to. End of Korra. He's not really around as much in Korra, but he's you know it's what he's done and stuff in Korra. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree with you, Charlie. First season of Stranger Things was heat. That was that was a pretty good show. Yeah, I can't even lie about that. Yeah, yeah, uh, fair enough. I'm I, I'm not saying that Stranger Things isn't great. I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying I did like Castlevania more than Stranger Things. That's all I, I know I did. Like, yeah, I, I know did. I did. Yeah, it's it, it's uh, yeah. But but we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna go. Down such a long like rabbit hole we into like comparing uh, Netflix shows and Stranger Things shows. I, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said what I said, but I should have said it. I should have said it. That's, that's fair. I'll, I'll, you I'll might do that, that next week or something. Do a, a ranking be, that's, of that's, Netflix shows or something. That's you our next that. debate. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Rose versus Charlie. Best uh, Netflix shows. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Definitely did. Uh, that, that last season, especially, was just kind of like. Eh. <laughs> it, it's. It really. It almost feels like it was really built like for one real hardcore season. And the other one kind of trying to catch the find there. Yeah. Devin, thank you for tuning in, buddy. What yeah, up, Devin? I agree. It's, yes. It's definitely. Yeah. It's definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I I do oh, think gosh. so too. I think so too. But that's you know that's us and Felicia and Felicia agrees. Hey, baby. Yeah, I know you agree. You, I wasn't gonna give you option to not agree. So, yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, Otis is calling. Otis is calling Felicia his baby, not Zell or oh, yeah. I. Yeah, so we, we, we're cool. We're, we're really cool. We're not. We're like, we, we, we tight, but we're not, we're not, yeah. Yeah, we're that's what I mean. Y'all, y'all, my boys. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Hundred percent, but not quite but, babies. But anyways, uh, so so I guess we might as well get into the review on Castle Castlevania. Who, who, who yes. wants to start this? You talked about it uh, earlier, uh, Zell. So I'm gonna let you go last. You wanna go first? Uh, I'm last. That's great. <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll go. I'll go first since I have the biggest mouth here by far. The reason I love Castlevania so much is one thing is that it it completely disproves the theory that you cannot adapt a video game property into a coherent, uh, um, you know, narrative as far as either on big screen or small screen. That's clearly bullshit. Because they did it beautifully, and they do it does still adhere to mainly Castlevania Three. That's the game it takes from the most. Um, oh, yeah. And I love how they actually—I mean, Warren Ellis for all his problems in his personal life, he really did sit down with the property and figure out what the narrative was. And actually, the, he took the most basic parts of it and said, "How can I make this into an interesting, uh, long-running story?" And he made it work really, really well with with compelling characters. Then on the blurred side, they've got some of the best anime uh, peoples out there. To just go ham. I mean, ham. You saw season four, episode nine. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> oh man! The animation is stellar. Stellar. And, and, and I'm not sure if we're going to give me spoilers. Are we? Are we doing spoilers or not with yeah, this? Let's do a little spoilers. Do a little mean, spoilers. Okay. It's, but it's just, been a couple weeks since it's been a couple weeks. Yeah. Been, yeah. Spoil away, bro. Yeah. Okay. But just, I love. We're talking about character arcs too. I, I, my favorite character is Trevor. Everyone knows that. And Ooh. Trevor and Sypha are my favorite couple. I ship them. Add me all you want. But my they're favorite shit. character arc... They have a baby. Like, it was on accident. They have a baby. Right. But, uh, but my favorite character arc is actually Isaac. I love how our, Isaac starts off as literally uh, Dracula's like number one, number one man, almost like his servant on some level. He's devoted to like a ward. And by the end of it, he, he comes to realize the, the errors of Dracula's ways in some sense because he wants to be a better ruler than Dracula ever was. And just love watching that journey fold, unfold. And that's done in a video game adaptation with brilliant artwork and brilliant fight scenes and everything else. So, so I, it's, I, I, it's my favorite. Yeah. It's crazy to me how in tune Isaac is with like the feelings of Dracula. Like Hector came back like, yo, so do we go resurrect them now? Isaac like, no. Like let let him rest. He's yes, yeah. I think is my favorite character, by the way. So that's that's why. Yeah. I, okay. Second fave. Second fave. Like Isaac is such a well done character, man. Really such is. a such a well done. But I mean, Trevor's the goal. I'm sorry. Like yeah. after 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 episode nine, like you got to give it up to him. I mean, I, I, during episode nine, when he he literally screams at he screams at. I mean, I mean, cut you off. He's like, hey, you know, I love you. Like, like very much like you know. I just I was like. I'm a man. I'm a grown ass man. I'm a grown ass man. Cheers. Just yeah, like you. The the episode where Isaac put war on Carmilla was was crazy too. That was that was 
That was beautiful. The floor like, was it, it felt so much like a video game boss fight. It was yeah. it was perfect. Like, but it was perfect. But the yeah. right way. It was the, a video game boss fight the right way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were skating on the blood. Uh, Isaac had his one of his um, familiars fighting with him, blocking him and, and fighting with him and stuff. It was mm -hmm. it was just fantastic. Yeah, Everything he, about it was great. He doing the Sung Jin Woo. That's. Solo leveling. He doing the uh yeah, he doing the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he, he he know what he's doing. Like Hector not doing nothing like that. Why? Like <laughs> they never gave Hector any like fighting scenes at all in this entire series, and that kind of bothered yeah. me. That is like one of the few hits I will give this series. Like, like yeah, right. Hector had a lot of talking points for like let him do something. He's a yeah. a magician. With a, yeah, you know, he, a magical hammer that can bring people back to life. So like, well, he could have been like that, like you're saying, more of a mage, more of like a uh, a mage mm. style character that's from a distance mm. doing things or con controlling, commanding an army of beasts. Mm. I agree. Let's, he could he could have done that, but I think also. Oh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. No, all I was gonna say was that Hector. Part of his arc was that he wanted he was trying to commence what had happened. He felt bad for what he did to Dracula in some sense. Yeah. So he kind of wasn't. By the end of the show, he wasn't really trying to fight back. He was like, I'm trying to set this castle. I'm trying to set this castle up to, to explode, set it up for Isaac to take it over, and then I'm going to die. I'm not here to fight nobody. I'm here to die, more or less, to pay for my, pay my yeah. price. Last season, it was like uh, Lenore had him under the thumb, and this season, it was it was like it was foot flop. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, like, it I, was. I, I was with Rain. Like, I, I really thought that this man Hector was like max level simping out here. I didn't think they was going like, to let him redeem himself. Call Hector, but, um, call Hector a simp. Okay, I didn't think it was going to let him redeem himself either. I I was, but he uh, did like the whole time he was, you know, moving things behind the, the scenes, you know, set up yeah. that whole move for Isaac to get to mm -hmm. Garmilla the way he did. So I respect it that much, but like, if he don't get a spinoff and he gets some fights in that spinoff, I'm gonna be upset. Not on Mike. Oh, he's not gonna be a fighter. If he, yeah, they I don't, I don't a fighter, Hector yeah. and Isaac get like a little spinoff or whatever. Hector is going to be making the soldiers, and Isaac is going to be doing doing the commanding. Thing. You know, yeah, he's going to the castle. He's yeah, get a girlfriend and stay at the castle. Right? Yeah, at this point, it would be almost against care. He'd be going against uh, his brand to be like a fighter or whatnot. It's uh, but, yeah. I, but I see what you're saying though. Oh, it's what you want. You, you like to see him flex. He got like a hammer. Like he got a hammer. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hit somebody once. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> speaking of hammers, remember when Isaac told the demon, the the devil that he hell spawned or whatever? He was yeah. like, a hammer could either be a weapon or a tool. To tool. Build. Oh, that, can can we talk about that, their relationship? Him and that that creature that was like his, I guess his closest lieutenant. You could call it. I love yeah. the, the conversations. I love uh, it. Yeah, I love that. That dialogue was the best dialogue in the series to me. Like him sitting yeah. with Isaac and just yeah. like just the back and forth that they had over everything. Yeah, it was a couple it seasons they did that. Because it was very it's very esoteric, but also like it was not esoteric. Uh, I'm sorry, existential. But yeah, I just I just loved how it really does get into the idea. I, I think that creature really did help Isaac put things into perspective too for himself, oh, yeah, for his own he needed somebody to talk to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, so you think what, what you think was the better dialogue? The one here with the with the insect guy or the sailor captain on the ship? That was his name. Ooh, uh, the the Lan Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. He was a voice actor. Okay. Oh, yeah. hey. Um, no, but my, my favorite bit of banter actually comes a little bit before that. It was before Isaac was easily introduced. It was in the first season. 
Mm. It was when the 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 night uh, the night stalkers went into the church, taking oh, off, uh, yeah. uh, taking down the the, uh, the it wasn't the pope, but like the archbishop of yeah, the, the church. The Catholic. Yeah. Oh my God! Like L- lies in my house of God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Lies in your house of God. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. And he said, "Let me just kiss you." Yeah. That was that was. Your God love is not unconditional. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 That yeah. that was that's what had me hooked on the show from the get go. Like when I saw, I was right. like, "Oh, yeah." Shit, when I saw this that, is what they come in with. Yes, yeah, that was that was dopeness. I, my my favorite was actually from at the end of season one, where it's a, it's a real quick part. Um, it's where after Trevor and Alucard have their fight, essentially, Alucard has it seems like he has Trevor did to rights on the ground. He's like, you know, uh, any last words? Alucard says to Trevor, any last words? And he goes, Yeah, dear God, please don't let this uh, vampire put blood all over my nice new tu- my nice tunic. He's like, What? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he realizes he has a sword in his stomach, and he's like, uh, He's like, uh, I'm gonna kill you. Basically, he's like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, beating you was never, beating, killing you was never, or actually, he's like, surviving was never the point. Killing you was more or less. And mm, so, right. I, I'm butchering right, that. Yeah, I, I love say, the uh, idea exchange. Killing you was the the goal. Surviving was just a bonus. That's I it's like it a bonus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I love that kind of. Also, I love how it sets up their dynamic throughout mm. the entire series. Oh, yeah. uh, like I. Loves, I love Trevor and uh, Alucard's back and forth, man. That was also great. And then just seeing how excited he was to see him and Cypher at the end when they first, yeah. you know, joined each other. That was he, that was a beautiful scene. He, man. he had like, a full erection. Both of us, did. him and I, both had a full erection. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I loved it. It was it was it was great. Yeah, it was it was amazing. I was upset that I couldn't watch it with with you guys, but uh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I watched it so many times at this point. Like, <laughs> I, I, I I've been to that season at least two, three times right now. At least same, same, same. Yeah, yeah. I had to watch the whole thing before I got to season four, uh, catch up, and then well, I just you know I had to power through the whole thing, and I'm <laughs> I'm not disappointed. <laughs> no, again, <laughs> no. And, uh, and we, right. we, we'd be remiss if we'd at least mention this. I know we, we got to move on time here, but just uh, uh-huh. obviously we have this is our first show since the passing of the creator of Berserk. Um, and he was in a lot of ways the, the original starting point for dark fan. I mean, there's dark fantasy before him, of course, but he was in a, in a modern sense, he was, you know, the, the grandfather of dark fantasy and Castlevania clearly borrowed Warren Ellis and them have mentioned how they borrowed from his notes and the way his style of doing things with Berserk for the show. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, you know, we, we'd be remiss not to at least mention him and, and share our condolences. Yeah, absolutely. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Because, yeah. uh, my my favorite vampire in this entire series is directly based off of guts. Like you can tell that. Like mm-hmm. it's it's no question that Wait, she. Frieza? Oh my god! Just... Frieza? when she went when she, so she ran the berserk Oh my god! Like wiped out the whole collection of people. No problem. Like, untouched. Untouched. No one touched her. No one touched. Her. It was like. I've I've never seen time before. I know Zell loves to go into like as far as characters going on onslaughts as far as things like like with uh, Rimuru and um in uh, that time I got ready to the slime and and I, I love guts when he does it in Berserk against a hundred soldiers. But her Strigas was just like unchallenged. It was body, the bloodiest. <laughs> she, she makes a swipe and three people drop, and then she makes another swap and it's another four. Like yeah. it was. It was it was nasty. And those people who stopped burning down the tents. To fight her were yeah. <laughs> like they're the dumbest. 
They're dumber never. than people who try to put Itachi in a Genjutsu. They dumber than that. They're past that. <laughs> <laughs> but but not as dumb as the people that try to cover, you know, Neji's eyes with a with a blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I ain't going that far. <laughs> That's another debate. That's another debate. Who's dumber? The, dumbest, the, the Darwin Award for that. Oh wait, yeah. y'all, y'all know who we didn't talk about? We didn't even talk about uh, Varney. They introduced Varney on this. Oh uh, right, yeah, on yeah, that. Malcolm McDowell. Oh, voice yeah, that's that was a great twist. Yeah, was I, I wasn't twist. expecting that. I was like, y'all no. can't just introduce a new vampire. Then there was Malcolm McDowell. I was like, all right, this. this <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing is, when I did the research. I found out how Varney is like considered like, the first vampire in the lore of vampires. Essentially, it's like Vlad. It's like Vlad Tepish. And like the mm-hmm. first one was Varney. Varney was the first one he turned, essentially. That's the, the lore, more mm-hmm. or less. And I love the idea that he's like the oldest vampire. He's actually death in and of itself. That's the right. whole disguise. So it's kind of so it's it's kind of funny. And can we talk about can we talk about death? Like, how did you guys feel about death as a character? Do you think that was properly done? Do you think that was a little eh? Like, what's your feelings on death specifically as the villain of this uh this final season? Um, I I, I love that the end of it was like a big boss battle. That was and and, I, and the fact that they made the big boss battle death was like um, satisfying to me. Um, I didn't really understand I, I, like the logic of bringing back Dracula to torment, like, like to kill, like torment humanity and like our maphidite body. I didn't really, I didn't really understand that part of. The, I, did, I think they could have did better than that, but I mean, Beth just wanted Dracula back so Dracula could uh, kill more people and. I guess the idea was to take all the the villains that we had up until now and kind of like like we had to, we had to make a stronger villain than like Dracula and all the vampires we already fought. So I guess that was like the only uh, natural progression. And like we and I give it a little bit of leeway because it's based off of a video game. So I'm like, all right, we set up the boss battle. You know, I wasn't really expecting him to survive, but um. Yeah, I'm I'm alright with it. I'm okay with it. It's not. It didn't. It didn't spoil anything for me. It was a little bit of a reach, you know. I like how they included that Dracula kind of pushed him away because it makes me think that Dracula knew that it was death. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I I echo most of Zell's sentiments. You know, pretty much the idea. It was a bit of a reach, but he's right in that it's. You raised the bar so high. They took down the king of the vampires at the end of season two. Spoiler alert. So where do you go from there's two more seasons? Where do you go from there? Carmela and the and her squad, Strig and all of them, you know, were Lenora great, but they're not next tier compared to Dracula. Right. So you had to find who's left for Sypha, who's become a bomb. She's like Sypha's like next level. Oh, yeah. uh, and, oh, yeah. and and Trevor, who's who who can they Avatar face? Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you have so I mean as like Zell said, you gotta find who's the next tier, who's the Thanos of the Castlevania universe, and basically it's death. And then also it's not gonna McDowell. And they did it. I love his design too. I love how they set it up, they plant and pay it off really well in the first episode of season four. They show these people that are worshiping or praying this with like a statue mm-hmm. that looks like a more traditional stat- st- death that we're used to as far as the scythe and the, and the cloak mm-hmm. and everything. And then later on when when Simon C- I'm sorry, <laughs> Trevor, not Simon. When Trevor Belmont sees him, it's like, oh, okay, I, I recognize this. I know what this is. It makes sense that he'd be the one to take him down. And I love how they set up the weapon he uses to fight him with. The weapon he uses is, is something that's pretty much has a lot of power to defeat essentially immortal things. However, it, it costs you your life in the process. Mm-hmm. So because of that, 
Trevor's like, yeah, I can use this to take a, to take down an immortal being or whatever, but it's going to kill me in the process. I get that. It's it's yeah. a trade-off. Um, so, so yeah, I, I'm cool with it. But what would you think, though? Oh, how'd you feel? Um, I really, I really enjoyed that. Uh, like seeing, like after seeing the the whole season in entirety, and then going back to beginning to see like the breadcrumbs they led up to it being him that's the main villain. I think it was really well done. Yeah. Um, I, I love the, the the video game kind of uh, feel to Trevor's journey that last season. Find like you know, oh, I found one piece of the dagger here. I found another piece of the dagger here. You know, it, it just it felt like I was going through like Devil May Cry or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Building yeah. up to the big bad, and yeah. then episode nine happens, and God. it was just the God. the ultimate ultimate payoff for a, a fantastic journey, man. Because like. Mm-hmm. That 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 animation was gorgeous, better gorgeous. than most movies, anime movies. Yeah, and the 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 dread that they let you build up, thinking like, is Trevor not gonna beat him? Like, There's... how how does Trevor beat him? Like, right. The, it, yeah, it was it was it was spot on. And from the see, from the moment from the moment he split he's Trevor separated from Alucard and Sypha and he says I love or he, the way he says is actually and remember Trey uh, Trey is a terrible name it's like oh mm-hmm. one he he's not gonna see her again pretty much and two he's she's pregnant and I was like oh my god he's pregnant the whole entire season she's in pregnant yeah mm-hmm. and, and, they, and they and they pretty much did reveal that in episode one when when right. Sypha goes in that she's just cussing like dropping f bombs like crazy he's <laughs> like oh he's not, that's not horm- that's hormones of like a real real level hormones. <laughs> Uh, so, but but I, but I just love that, like like you said, they build up the dread of like, oh, this is an impossible. This is a this is a one way trip. He's not coming yeah. back from this. Yeah. yeah. But then, even though he does survive, they set that up too with having having old boy have it does show his hand near the key, pretty mm-hmm. much like this, kind of the last little trying mm-hmm. to make amends for what he did too. Turn that key. So. Yeah, that uh, unofficial finale was 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 very very well done. They. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the animation caught like in the beginning of the season, the animation was like I, I was unsure about it, but by the end, all the fights, I feel like they used that animation specifically for the end fights. Like they they, they probably spent like nine ninety percent of their budget on that one episode nine. Oh, yeah. I mean that was a lot because it took them typically between seasons one and two and three, it was one year roughly. And then between seasons three and four, it was two years. So it took them they spent that much more time animating it. They uh, they killed Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Um, one question I do have for you guys: Whose character arc did you guys enjoy the most going through this season? Yeah, for me, for me, this season's character arc it was probably this season's for season four. Uh, season four. Char- yeah, for season four's character arc, in a weird way, it was kind of Trevor because. The idea of him, you see how much he does love Sypha. And the, ultimately, what he's willing to do is not necessarily dying to save the universe. He's dying to save her. Um, I know Isaac had the best character arc overall, but that wasn't just for this season. When this right. season opens, he's already a different man to the point where his, his, his lieutenant is talking to him like, you're a different person. What's going on here? But as far as this season, when you see Trevor and Sypha, you see Trevor, you see them fighting, fighting against each other. You see them, you see Trevor like worn down from traveling all over the world, trying to save people and see them over and over again. You see him like, burdened by it. And you realize the only reason he's still doing it is because he loves her and cares about her. And he'd rather die protecting her than let her die or you know, anything else. So that's why I like Trevor's arc in this season the most. 
What about you, Zell, for, for this season? We'll do this season first, and then we'll do overall uh, next round. <laughs> Uh, this season's this season alone, yeah. Character that I, I guess the character arc that I appreciate the most, it was probably still Isaac, man. Like he did, like I understand the change happened last season, but this season he just still did a lot of things that I didn't expect him to do. And yeah. It was just like he's like. It was like he's. I honestly boy. expected him to kill Hector once. Yeah, like, I thought it was that was bit. done. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. It was like he okay. was wiser than me as a viewer. Like, as a, <laughs> oh, he was yeah. wise as shit. Yeah, yeah, he was, oh, yeah, he was wise. I didn't even wise. think of that. Like, why would you give the demon the berry? Like, I don't know. I was uh, Isaac. Yeah, the yeah. berry, the berry metaphor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was. Uh, I was real. Uh, yeah, I was really impressed with Isaac. Um, I guess. Yeah. Like Trevor had a real good. Good. I feel like his arc also lasted almost like the whole season to the point where he's this this season, this last season is him tired. Like he's like right. worn out from all right. the other seasons and breaking down. And I guess at the end, he, he catches his second win when they go through the mirror to team up with Alucard. He catches his second win because he almost got murked by that Russian vampire. <laughs> yeah, he oh, did. Yeah. It, was, oh, it, was, yeah. it was close. It was close. Well, I, I almost even felt like that part was a little bit of a reach because I'm like, he should be tired. Like, he should be something. Should be. Well, he and that's the beauty. I'm mean, not to cut you off. He he is. You see him multiple times in episode nine. He's like on his knee, like wounded and tired. And yeah. either Cypher has to help him up. He is he is beleaguered uh-huh. the entire uh-huh. episode oh, yeah. oh, to the yeah. point where at, at episode nine he's like just laying there off. Of, he's like Pushing literally like pain, worn out. He's <laughs> like, I, I, I can't handle death. I'm like, yo, this is. I mean, real like you saw it from like they were legit worn out first episode. Like, yeah, they were yeah, five yeah, they were weeks like, before this out? started, they were already <laughs> tired. Right. I'm like, like for them to get some rest. I'm like, are they going to get some rest? Like, yeah, the first episode they were yeah. tired of shit. It was like, yo, we need a break. And I'm rest. like, every episode, like, are they going to get some sleep? It gets worse. It starts no. off with them burning down the house of a child killer, and it gets right. worse from there. Right. So, uh, yeah. yeah. No, nah, but uh, I had to go with my guy Devin for the arc that I enjoyed the most in this. And oh. It's, it's Alucard, man. Yeah, he's a great Alucard. Oh, yeah. so he starts off the season coming off of the the I couldn't even call it a high, the low of having to kill super his, low his uh last two you know partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no king shame. No king shame. Yeah, no, king no king shame. shame. No king yeah. shame. I, I got much respect for my man. Like, why, but why? Like in the act, like they're all yeah. physical. They're yeah. Intimate. Yeah. yeah, you got to feel right in the act. Like, yeah, yeah, very intimate. And then, yeah. like to go very from that to like him saying, like, "Oh shit, I'm fucking Trevor." <laughs> 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 yeah, to, to realize it. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Trevor Belmont. Like. Well, well, and, and I loved also how it shows Alucard how he, he put the, like his father, like mm-hmm. Vlad Tepish, he put the people's bodies on the, on the pikes mm-hmm. out front of the castle. And it shows at the beginning of season four how he has like a whole bunch of them. He's like, he's a whole bunch of bodies out there now. And so he, he's very alone, very depressed. And how essentially, like you said, his arc is going from that to actually having people living in it to sharing his home with people. Right. That is exactly. a great exactly. that's a great arc. I, I agree with that. That's a great arc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was beautifully well done, man. Like the, the relationship that he built with uh, I can't remember the girl's name, but uh, I, I really appreciate that too. Um she's yeah. pretty dope. You you, you, yeah. laugh, you laugh at my meme. You laugh at my memes though <laughs> day. What was what was the meme? Uh it was it was uh 
Ayukar without his top, and it just showed, you know, Ayukar shirtless with his sword in his hand, and then they show Ayukar with his top, and he's still shirtless, but he's next to old girl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cam brought that up today, too. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just honorable mention St. Germain, though, because what they did with him was interesting. interesting. Very was honestly crazy. Like, I didn't expect, like, after seeing him in the end of season three, Mm -hmm. I did not expect him to come back as essentially the main villain before the first half of the the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. No one did. The point, he was, and then it was, it made sense, too. I know they kind of, people criticize him for having where where they explain. They revealed that twist early on what he was doing, mm-hmm. but it worked as far as I see is the method behind his madness and everything else. And he, it's like he was because it was consistent with his character. He uh, <laughs> 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 rose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 she completely threw me off track. But no, I, I, I love it too. As far as Saint Germain, like you yeah. see, he's what would you go to the end of the world to do? Would you essentially, you know, bring back the the devil in order to get to see your loved one. Yeah, but I, I do I know can. it's uh, it's I know it's Alucard, but I like Alucard better. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound more baller. It does sound more baller. Um, but we but so I did want to bring this up too real quick. Um, because we're obviously talking about character arcs and things like that. I think I think this is why Zell and I and and, and, and oh. Uh, why we and Charlie too, why we like Isaac and his arc a lot is because he starts more or less, it's somewhat of a redemption arc, or he starts off kind of as a bad guy in some sense. He's serving he's serving a bad guy and he comes to a realization where he actually wants to become a better person on his own and do his own thing. I feel like arcs like that where characters start off low and then high, even with Trevor or even with Alucard, or Alucard was you know was killing people in front of his house and stuff. When you start off there. I think those kinds of arcs work really well, which is why Zuko and Vegeta, I think, work really well, too, because both of them start off in very dark places, very dark places. Um, not not Griffith dark, but dark. Uh, and yeah. and where they end up, you know, in the end is... is so I, I think that's... that. I know in a lot of ways, I think that's the secret to a good character arc is having them mm-hmm. in a bad place and end up in a good nice. place, possibly. I, I, I thoroughly agree. Like seeing the progression of someone as a character, like seeing them go from somewhere to be somewhere completely different, yes. and for the steps between that to make sense, like that's yes. what a true arc is. Like you know, like it's not just like the points. It's not like point A to point B. It's the it's the, the work to get from point A to point B. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I kind of uh, feel like Isaac is like the will of Dracula lived on. He kind of reminds. I I agree. Dracula was a good man. Yes. You know what I mean? So all the, the nonsense, wife got killed and all that, he was a good man. You know yes. what I mean? So I completely that, agree. That's where Isaac brings me. Ever since he killed Godbrand, I was I was on board. I was like, oh, he's a player. <laughs> Godbrand. So Pervert. we yeah. are all under the agreement that for the for the entire series of Castlevania. Isaac has the best art. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's MVP. Yeah. It's not even a question. Yeah. This, and, and by the way, just, there were a lot of great arcs there. A lot of great, like, great characters. Right, right, Cypher, I don't even know, think we Cypher, even know about how awesome he is. Man. I love Cypher. I love Cypher. She was my favorite character in the show for a minute. And then, like, Isaac just kept getting doper. And then, like, 
like Trevor got goaded in this last season. So I was just like, man, like I'm sorry you're number yeah. three, but I still love Saifa. I love her so much. Yeah. So Saifa is we I know we did our waifu debate while while back with uh um oh, between me and oh but Saifa's my waifu now. She's my she's she's actually surpassed uh <laughs> everybody, even Tifa for me. So wow. Yeah. I think she's one of the best well-done female characters in animation, period, honestly. I agree. This show is top-notch. All right, so before we get to the debate portion, because we got uh, about like four minutes before I want to get that. On a scale of one to ten, on a scale of one to ten, what are you rating it to? Well, do I rate Castlevania as a whole or just this season? As a whole. Well, we'll do season first. Season first and then the whole. I... I'm probably of the opinion that this maybe wasn't the best season that they had. It was a very good season, not the worst. Um, but I'm giving it. I'm giving this whole entire season a nine. Whoops, that's, that's, nine. that's dope as hell, though. What would you give the show then? I mean, I mean, it's the show as a whole. Show so. nine point five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what? I, I had a good time watching the whole thing. Yeah, of course. What about you? What, what are you giving? Um, what are you giving this season? Uh, season, I give it a. I pretty much, yeah, I'm with Zell. I give the season a nine. I give it nine point five. I give the show a nine point five, and I give the season nine point five. Yeah, okay. it's, it's it's up there. It's season two is a little the part where they go into the library and the main characters in the library for like four or five episodes in a row. It's like this, I want to see them do more things, but mm-hmm. other than that, it's all you know amazing. And so I get the show. Season four was just it's still my favorite season, actually. 9.5. Uh, and then this show, 9.5. Yeah. I love this season. I still, I, I, season three was my shit. Like, it's great. Mm-hmm. That, that, that fight with Isaac and the versus the world. Like, that <laughs> is, versus the world was, that was crazy. My brain can't even like Lovecraftian Uber dream. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you imagine? That like I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna take this whole city and you're gonna fight it like for real like uh, as an amorphous because that so that throwing balls of people at them balls, <laughs> balls of people, people the size of houses like yeah what is this it was because that's because that insane. entity is a character is a villain in one of the games I think it's simply the knight is a is an actual mm. enemy you fight but to for them to imagine it that way in the show is so much better than it was in the game so yeah oh my god. Um, but uh, the season, the season, I would give it. I give it a nine. I give a season a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the show, show as a whole, it's so hard to not give it a ten because I love it so much. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. it's a nine point five. It's, That's it's fine. still got a couple of things. Just like yeah, tweak that. Something. Yeah, this man, days. it's really good. It's it is. really, really well done. And that's why I've been posting about it so much. And I'm gonna keep posting mm-hmm. about it. You should. You, you should. Uh, uh, but real quick question. So Parasite is also on it's it's an original anime on Netflix. Is Parasite did, did this surpass Parasite? Yes. Okay. I think so too. They did really well with the uh pacing. It, they didn't draw it on too long. They gave us just enough each season. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Okay. I no, I, I was just curious. I know that Parasite was Zell's first. Parasite is awesome. Parasite's great. Oh, yeah. I love Parasite. But well, I know that I was just curious if, you, if it's yeah. watch that again. Like Parasite is like here, Castlevania is like 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 I give Parasite a solid nine. It is a yeah, very yeah. strong nine. Not like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Cool. Is it uh, is it is it that time? Is it that time? It is. It is indeed. 
right, all right, real, real, real quick disclaimers. One, uh, y'all heard Zell and I agree with each other a lot here tonight. That was the last time you'll hear us agree with each other at all <laughs> from here on out. Uh, <laughs> um, and two, two, this... <laughs> We've had, I don't know how many episodes, 20-something, whatever. We've had all kinds of debates. We've had our fun. This one is going to get spirited, very spirited. Remember, no matter what Zell and I say or do or how much we yell or angry we get, we are boys. It may not seem like it, but we still are boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been, I've, been, I've been waiting for this one because y'all y'all been going back and forth quite a bit. So. For, for weeks. For oh, weeks. Boy. It's almost it's a couple it's a month uh, maybe a change. month or oh, yeah it's it's been wow. a while it's been a while yeah actually you're right because before end of season two this is a while a yeah while. yeah so maybe two months actually yeah. but before without much more ado yeah the bell I swear, every time I see that, it's a little bit more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you glad you dig it. Uh, and don't worry, I deliberately put both Vegeta and Zuko in there, so it's fair. It's fair. Yeah, I, I see who you put last, though. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I had put if I had put Vegeta last, you would like. I mean, whatever. whatever. You, could, you could complain, regardless. You could complain. <laughs> let me let me get to my timer and get to my timer so I can make sure you know we do this right. Yeah. Uh, is this our, is this my first time? I think it's our first dance, Zell. The first time you and I have actually squared off in the show. Is it? I like you said that already. I th think it is. What, what what debate did we have before? Uh, I can't. I can't. Call I can't. It. I know you and O have danced a lot, and me and Charlie yeah, have danced, danced a couple, a couple times. times. I think it's our yeah. first actual debate. Wow, which is nah. weird. And maybe it's not. I could be. I could be wrong. I'm getting old. But I think it's our first dance. Why can I not find my time? There's no time. Okay, sorry about that. Straight, straight. I'm gonna think of the one we did in a little bit. Yeah, I'll, if we figure it out. Um, but but since I mean, <laughs> to give your last condolences, you want to go first? You want to dance first, Zell? No, you can go first, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm with Zell on this one. You you are first for this one. For me first, all right. All right. Um, I ain't, I ain't but uh, first question, I'll go. I'll put it up before, you know, before I switch you to the to the big screen. Right on, right on. Which character's motivations for growth were more realistic between Zuko and Vegeta? And we got our timer up there with the. Uh, Shaman got our timer going. All right. Oh, you made my life even easier. Hey. <laughs> okay, okay. Is my, is, that, is it going? Uh, you start whenever you want to, Shaman. Okay, all right. I definitely think that Zuko had his growth. His growth was more realistic because what started it off in the beginning was shame. Zuko is shamed in front of the royal family at a war council meeting by his father, not just by the leader of the war council meeting, not just by his father, but by the king, the Fire Lord Ozai. Right. 
Uh, and he's so shamed by him that he literally challenges him to an Agni Kai, and then Zuko won't fight him because it's his dad, and he knows he'll get beat, and also he's still dealing with the shame of actually unintentionally challenging his father, and his dad has no mercy and punishes him by branding him across the face with a big, huge, welting burn. Uh, so to try to live down all of that shame at such a young, impressionable age, I think he's like 12 when this happens, is overwhelming for anybody to try to deal with. And that's what's, what's spurring him on to become, uh, to become a better leader, to get back to coming, to go back to the Fire Nation, and to pretty much just be seen more positively in his father's eyes. There is nothing more relatable and realistic than having daddy issues uh, as a grown ass man. Trust me. Uh, so I think that his what Zuko went through in so many ways is in and of itself what all of us go through, male, female, whatever you are. And I love the idea that it shows Zuko as a young, young, you know, adolescent dealing with the strife of that. Like, how do I deal with knowing what I think is actually right and wrong? Because that's what he felt at the very beginning. He felt that he had the right, he was speaking in the right. And then had his, but his beliefs challenged by his father, who he thinks is right also. Where does he fall on that? Uh, and if it wasn't for Iroh helping him to kind of make sense of things, who knows what would happen to him? So I, I think his journey and his motivations in and of themselves were the most realistic things, one, one of the most, most realistic things in all of anime and the storytelling in general. All right. Tom. I respect you. Appreciate it. Zell? Uh, oh, well, before I go to Zell, I'm, I'm selling your shirt one of these days. I, I know what it oh, is. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah I, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you three. three. But, uh, for you, uh, for you, uh, Zell, which character's motivation is for growth was more realistic? Uh, all right, look. Uh, all right, I'll wait till the time go up. All right, look. Vegeta, he saw all powerful beings from his dad to Frieza to Beerus. They all ruling with power, like Iron Fist, no mercy. Then he meets Goku, who's carefree, he's humble, and but he's also powerful. And he beats him. He ends up with the power of friendship. He ends up beating him. Vegeta snaps and goes to get these Dragon Balls so he can be super powerful. And then we find out that, you know, Vegeta's working for Frieza. We, we find out Vegeta's problem, his issue, which is he's working for Frieza. Who's pretty much, he's pretty much a slave who destroyed his planet. So that's his motivation is clear there. He's trying to be the strongest so he can redeem his people. Then... um. After Frieza and Goku are gone, he chooses to stay on Earth. Um, then, obviously, he's going to link up with Bulma, who can make him the best training facility. That's clear pro progression. Then, obviously, he's going to hook up with Bulma. That's the, the shorty that he's linked up with. He meets up with her. They obviously have a kid. Uh, he unconsciously moves towards caring and not power, obviously not immediately. Then with Majin Vegeta... Uh, his last attempt to to go back to the mentality of being power driven, but by that time it's too late. The bonds of love and family, and and um, this was all natural. Like he, him, even realizing that he'll never be as strong as Goku by following and copying him. Like the, the developing the, the evolution of Super Saiyan Blue, deciding not to learn Ultra Instinct and training with Beerus instead of Whis, and learning destruction energy. Like. It's all it's all it's so natural that people don't even give him credit for growing like he's doing all of this with uh, his world working for him to the point where we don't even realize we still see him folding his arms and we think he hasn't developed as a character. 
which is hullabaloo. So I'm I'm done. Y'all can that that's my time. Okay. We need to dock Zella point for using the word hullabaloo. That's just uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, more like that one. Now this is where the debate really gonna get heated right here. The first uh the first rebuttal section. Oh, so whenever you're ready, my friend. And I, uh, this is the one minute clock here. All right, whenever Shaman's ready, I will dance. <laughs> yeah, hold right. right. Stop with that nonsense. All right, first of all, uh, talking about realistic goals, let's keep let's put things into original perspective. If let's say, for example, I walked up and strode up onto you, Zell, and I said, Zell, by the way, I just killed off all your people and your family in your neighborhood. Now I need you to go out there and start getting my groceries, do my grub hub for me. Would you willingly do that? Hell no, you wouldn't. That's basically what happens to Vegeta. Vegeta gets his planet and world destroyed by Frieza, and then it's just joyfully joyriding around the universe, killing off other planets for him, for the person who destroyed his planet. You've seen the Saiyan saga. How distraught does he seem doing that? He seems pretty chill about it. I mean, they can say later on, yeah, or it actually turned out this way, but he seems pretty cool serving the guy who blew up his planet. Not that realistic. Then... He actually, of course, is aware of the fact that there is one being left, one actual saying out there other than the ones with him and Nappa and Raditz, and that's Goku. And he's obsessed with killing him. Would you be obsessed with killing the last of your people off if you're trying to become the king of the Saiyans, more or less? Time, that's time. Mm -hmm. Hello, Blue. Hello, Blue. <laughs> oh, no. You got to have another saying while we get <laughs> Oh, man. Oh man. The, the next video is gonna have Charlie screaming, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we gotta end it. We gotta put that in the outro bit. Uh, uh yeah, my, my saying, you know, uh no snakes, just ladders. After main after mom falling off a ladder, I have hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, your rebuttal section, whenever you ready, Zelius. I'm yeah, I'm ready. All right, uh Look, Zuko had Uncle Iroh and his mom <laughs> by his side from the time that he was a kid. And he had a constant stream of wisdom coming to him at all times. Why would he choose to side with his father who like abused and hated him since birth? And why would he betray his uncle attempting a life of peace with him, which he originally wanted, which he originally is like? For to to for Azula who takes pleasure in making him look like a fool and and manipulate him. Why would why would he do that? He knows what's going on. There there there's no logical answers for that other than they wanted the story to progress that way. Like their disdain for Zuko was obvious since the time he was a little boy before he got in the Agni Kai and burned his eye. His dad tried to kill him when he was a baby. Like it, it was he never was under his dad's shadow. Why would you all of a sudden want to become Fire Lord and be like your dad? It doesn't make sense. Uh, OK, that's our first room. That's our first room. Mm -hmm. Nobody died. You know what I'm saying? You know, not too too no blow blows yet. I think we're doing a clean first match. You know what I'm saying? Civilized. We're, we're somewhat civilized. It's only going to get worse, though. <laughs> OK. This takes us to our next question. Which character did more to make amends for their past actions? Here we go. Here we go. Oh, brother. All right. Brother E. All right. Brother Toto. 
All right, once we're ready to go here. I'm just gonna open by saying, I'm sorry, Zill. Uh, you backed the wrong horse. That's my opening statement. Uh, all the things that Zuko did, try, try, try to count them on two hands. First thing he does is he, he, once he realizes he's made a mistake, is that he humbly beseeches Aang and crew trying to work with them. He goes out of his way, chases them down in a dirigible Zeppelin to actually work with them. He leaves a life of privilege. He literally leaves a life of being a, uh, a prince lord to try and work with these, you know, basically vagabond urchins. He beseeches them multiple times trying to work with them. Even though they turn them down, he decides to camp out next to them trying to help them. After he finally gets accepted in them, begrudgingly, he tries to do everything he can to help Katara track down the warlord who killed his mother, who killed her mother back at the Southern uh, Water Tribe. Um, and, then, and then he's, without any judgment, he's going to let her get any kind of justice she wants. If, if she wants to bloodbend him in half, fine. If, if she wants to marry him, whatever. He will not judge her. It's very clear he ain't going to judge her. Then he also helps Avatar Aang himself uh, learn how to firebend. And it's not easy because Zuko doesn't have his hatred in his heart anymore to actually burn the fire. So they go into this distant island with dragons and all kinds of booby traps with Nina Jones. And Zuko's there with him the whole time trying to help him learn how to firebend. That, my friend... Is a is a most bromance, uh, you know, bonding trip on Earth. They go to together, and it's very it's very awesome. He also helps Z Sokka by going to basically Avatar's version of Alcatraz, trying to break out his father. And this prison is insano. It's insano the most because his girlfriend Maya's there. Now I, we've all been there. We've upset a woman. The <laughs> worst thing you can do is be is behind bars and have a woman, woman angry at you. And and Zuko's willing to do this for Sokka. Uh, and last but not least, of course, he apologizes to Uncle Iroh tears in his eyes, he is genuinely broken down, saying, I'm so sorry, uncle. Let me ask you this, Zell. How many times did Vegeta say, I'm sorry? The actual words, I'm sorry, in Dragon Ball Z. To Bulma, to, to people he blew up, to Goku, to anybody. Time. <laughs> Just in time. Just in time. <laughs> Zell, same question for you. Which character did more to make amends for their past actions? <laughs> yeah, my time's gonna be pretty short. Uh, <laughs> come on, Vegeta. He ended his pursuit of the Dragon Balls, and instead, he lets them be used for the greater good of all humanity. He sacrificed for the life of people on Earth that he's never even met before, and the gods even brought him back because of this. Like, does that he changed? He atoned himself in that moment so much that the gods of his universe brought him back. Uh, he played his part saving the universe and the tournament of power. And all the people of Earth and Namek, they were all wished back um, with the Dragon Balls instead of, you know, stealing them for himself. What about the time where he stalled uh, Kid Buu from uh, Goku trying to regain his power, facing sure death, not even sure death, but being erased from existence, never to be able to be wished back or enough. None of that Dragon Ball Z stuff, no more. Like you're you're gone. He went and risked that. He put his life on the line for that. Uh, he's done thing. He uh, he can even we can yeah we can even argue that he gets credit. He gets a little bit of credit for saving the timeline by linking up with Bulma and having Trunks. You know, Trunks came back and saved, saved the past. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you know, like Vegeta, he's been put himself before. Pe he started putting himself before people. He did 
he did sacrifice himself and he shouted out even Goku shouted out his kids he shouted out his girl he shouted out Goku all of that so you know maybe in some type of dialect Japanese dialect that maybe he did say sorry in there well you know but he did atone he was saying yo look I'm Vegeta and I was making mistakes and this is for all the mistakes that I made yeah he atoned himself man he's continually coming back and he's fighting for earth he's fighting for all the universe so, so it's gonna go. I'm right there. Time was up before the yeah, What in the world was that nonsense? He, he, I, I've never. Okay, I mean, I've never heard someone bring up poor dubbing as an excuse for why something is involved in a plot. It could have been written there. Stop it! Clean, 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 clean. I say you know, might have said sorry, even though even though Zelda <laughs> was, was wrong, he might have said sorry. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. Gonna take it to about uh, this, so I think it's gonna get hairy here. Right. section number two. Yeah. Hell is that e. nonsense? Yeah. Okay. All right. Whenever you're ready. All right. Like I said, uh, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm 100% sure there's no dubbing where Vegeta says, "I'm sorry, Bulma. I'm sorry, Earth, for what I've done to you." It doesn't work that way. Let's let's we forget. Vegeta is so deplorable that Akira Toriyama himself hates Vegeta. That's how deplorable this dude is. So, and, and my roommate just laughed, but she heard me say that. That's how bad that is, too. Um, another thing, too, is Zell tried to bring up the idea that uh, Zell that that Vegeta saved the timeline by by knocking boots with Bulma. Bo we all saw that Bulma pursued Vegeta. That dude had no has no game. Come on now. Uh, and then also in their relationship, he has no idea what to do with her. She, if it wasn't for Bulma, the world's smartest woman and being. There would be no trunks. Trust me. I promise you that much. Also, Vegeta's greatest sacrifice, the we think he does the most, everyone talks about, is him blowing, blowing himself up to kill off Boo. One thing, he's doing that for his own pride, trying not to get not to get punked by Boo. Second of all, it doesn't work. Boo survives. If the noblest thing I ever did was try to beat somebody up and punch them in the face and it broke my hand, time, how, time. How, how, all right, all right, all right, all right. Dumbing and <laughs> Oh, the, the the sneak shots! I I hear it. Still, <laughs> right. that means you get to throw one free one. You gotta you get a free fair. one. You get a free one. Fair. No, I'm fair. I'm good, bro. I'm just bringing facts. Like these things are all so I'm, I'm above all that. I'm above all that. I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, look, <laughs> oh, man. Zuko, he doesn't have much to atone for. I'm sorry, he's killed no one. Like he's he was a victim of child abuse. So like, if we're if atonement is the measurement like vegeta easily takes the category like he's like worked much literally physically worked much harder to like have to prove himself to prove himself he don't prove himself with words he proves himself with the actions like uh you can even know when he barely trained trained trunks in a hyperbolic time chamber and then he's more hands-on with kid trunks and even volunteers to train like kaba like zuko unsuccessfully tried to catch the avatar so switching sides that's like the bare minimum like, like that's an easy fix like like nobody was even really mad at him like except for like katara like you know what i mean like everybody else on in the z world everybody was hating on vegeta except bulma it was like completely flipped around like zuko zuko hasn't even really been through nothing man like stop it let's just uh, stop. Yeah. All, right. Uh, all right all right before all right. we go to the next round i gotta yeah. i gotta yeah commend Charlie because he dropped the best comment of the whole night and I gotta that? I gotta show that because uh <laughs> what, what you, <laughs> you said is Roma had to Vegeta 
It's bull. <laughs> No, facts, facts, not. And it was, Rain says, uh, Omni Man, shit. Uh, <laughs> yes, truth. That's facts. And no, no, Bulma is not Vegeta's pet. Uh, think about this. How, how many times have you heard, have you actually seen Bulma put down Vegeta, pretty much drain him in? If anything, it's like Vegeta's a, Vegeta's a wild dog and Bulma has to kind of put a leash on him. Facts. So, so he do love her. He not just doing things. Just if any, just, oh, if I never, anything, I never he seen might be the pet. He might be the pet. Exactly. No, no kink shame. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. That's a whole, nother <laughs> that's a whole, that's a whole bunch of debates. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before we get too far on the tangent, yeah, 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 yeah. Bring it back. I had to talk about that, that comment. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, but once our last question of the night. Which character has learned more from their mistakes? Mm -hmm. Have you ready, brother? Right on, brother. All right. So I think it's a no-brainer here. Um, in Zuko's travels, he saw all the other realms, the, the Earth Kingdom, the fire, some of the actual water tribe, and, of course, uh, the air the air was what were left of the air nations, the, the relics of them essentially. He learned how so many other people lived in a way that people who lived in the Fire Nation didn't. He even says to his dad when he confronts him, as children in the Fire Nation, we are taught that we're the best land there is, that we're we have our manifest destiny, we're doing everything for the benefit of, of, of the world. And, it's, and he's like, What a bunch of shit, basically. I mean, they, they say it they say it in a Nickelodeon version of that, but that's basically what he's basically what he says. And it's true, the Fire Nation is almost brainwashing their people with such bullshit propaganda to make them believe that they are, by trying to conquer the rest of the world, that they're actually right. And Zuko learns on his own with his, with his uncle that that's not true. He learned that, and he imparts that by trying to build the Republic City, a place that has all of the other nations living and thriving together. That's an amazing thing to have there in and of itself. And he does this by working alongside Aang, the person who he was originally sent out to, to, to capture, uh, if not kill, uh, the Avatar. That in and of itself is an amazing arc to realize that this is how to actually, for the best prosperity, is to work alongside the bridge between the world of, you know, the spirit world and the human world with the Avatar. It's an amazing thing there. And if nothing else, learn, if nothing else, I want you to understand this. Zuko learned how to defeat Azula by listening to his uncle. He learned how to redirect lightning. Uh, he uses it against his father first, and he's merciful. He doesn't kill him with it. He just he just bends it away from himself, and he learns how to direct it away from uh, Katara when Azula's trying to use it against her. And even before that, he was better. He had got he had grown so much as a fighter. He had had, had found such inner peace with his fire bend. He was able to beat her in an Agni Kai, something he couldn't do before. John. Yeah, that was a good note to end it on. Zil, <laughs> same question on the board: Which character learned from their mistakes? Okay. Uh, I'll wait for the time. All right, time up. I'm pulling. Look, look, when Goku, when Vegeta meets Goku, he learns that titles and lineage isn't like aren't everything. He goes on to trust Goku with taking down Frieza for his people. After the Frieza saga, he learns that strength is earned and not wished for with Dragon Balls. In the Cell saga, he learns not to underestimate opponents. 
in the blue saga, he learns uh, family bonds and love are stronger than the thirst for power. He learns then after that, that there are things more important than personal pride, like do, putting on the earrings or dancing or whatever to fuse with Goku or impress Beerus or whatever. Um, and, and Super, he's still learning that if he wants to surpass Goku, he can't follow him. He's even uh, started like watching his opponents to figure out their weaknesses. Like like uh, when he when him and Goku square up with Granola and he says, hey, Go Goku, you take him first is your go. These are all mistakes that Vegeta has past made and he's learned from. I don't think Zuko being raised in the Fire Nation is something that he was learning from. He these are just things that he encountered out on his travels in his world, in the world with his uncle. I don't really, I, I see the evidence of Vegeta's growth from his mistakes way more than I see Zuko learning from his mistakes. He's still making the same ones even after the series. Vegeta, Vegeta doesn't do that. Vegeta gets past things and he goes forward. He learns, he grows, he doesn't just get older or cut his hair. <laughs> Time. Oh, 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 Shots fired. Yeah, if you, if you, all right, yeah, let's see. Fired. If you try to say that you, it's a character growth because wait, you wait, don't wait. cut your, all gotta right, all right, do it within the time frame. All right, all right, all right. Gotta keep it clean, gotta keep it clean. Ready? Always. Uh, haircuts have nothing to do with your growth, man. Haircuts are fine if you want to get a cut or not. By the way, Zuko doesn't cut his hair. He lets it grow out longer. Uh, facts, scoreboard, everything. Uh, another thing here real quick. <laughs> talking about how Vegeta learned to let, free, let Goku be defeat, defeat Frieza. Vegeta was literally dead when Goku killed Frieza. By the way, Goku didn't kill Frieza. Trunks did. Uh, the, the future Trunks did with his sword. So let's get that straight, too. Another thing, you mentioned the idea that Vegeta learned the, the value of family, how important family is to him, and everything that's good stuff. In the Cell Saga, once he finds out that Trunks, future Trunks, grown-ass man Trunks is his son, he still gives him shit, still fights him, still gives him no love or compassion at all. They go into the high time chamber to train, and they go off in two completely separate different ways. There's no fatherly love there at all. Another thing, you talk about how Vegeta's learned and grown over time. You got Vegeta in the Boo Saga, literally sell his soul to Bobbity so he can close the gap between him and Goku and beat him in a fight. This is years after he's been with the, the team, he, years after he's been married to Bulma. He still hasn't learned or grown or changed in like seven plus uh, years. Haircuts? Hullabaloos? Well, I mean, Plural. <laughs> in the world DBZ, I mean, a change of hair is actually kind of part of growth. So, like, you know, just throwing that out Fine. there. Fine. Fine, but there. Vegeta's doesn't change. It doesn't change. It doesn't. You're right. So, his hairstyle so does if, not change. His 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 hair hair super I mean, if if his hair is if his hair is analogous to his transformation and his hair doesn't change, Zell Nobel. All right, where 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 my time at? Where am I? At? I, I don't know, man. I don't know where your time is. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of time. Whenever you are ready. All right. All right, look, Zuko was always a kind soul. Uh, so by the end of the war, it's almost like he developed backwards. Like once again, he's Fire Nation royalty, 
seeking his father's attention, trusting Azula, not trusting himself, having disputes with his closest friends about his reckless decisions. You know, it's it's like a whole cycle. Like, like whereas Vegeta, like I said before, he develops past his former actions. That was all after the war, after the Fire Lord has been defeated. Now he's Fire Lord. Vegeta goes past his former actions. Zuko continues to have relationship issues, trust issues, and, and he even continues the cycle by leaving the title of Fire Lord and joining Aang again to help save the world. Zuko does the same thing over and over again. Vegeta goes forward. That is development. He doesn't change like that. Tom. That was uh the dementia. That was the dementia that <laughs> Zell has apparently. No, I'm 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 standing partial in this one. Uh that was a good debate. That was a good debate. They were yeah. good both uh you know good points on both sides. Uh we are not gonna pass judgment on who won tonight. Uh if you guys wanna put who you guys both think won in the comments, you are more than welcome to. Uh this upcoming week, uh next Sunday, we're going to do I review who, uh, you know, review the debate, get you guys a nice abridged version, thanks to uh, Brother E over there. And then I uh, will announce the winner again. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the show. We actually got it to like close to the time parameters for we once. Did. Like, we did. We, did. Like, we actually did. That is, that is success. That is a success. We, we, might, agree. Man, we did that, man. Yeah, that was good. That was actually good. Well done. Well done, Brody. MC. Yeah, go, uh, you can go put some ice on your, you know what I mean? You could go patch up. I know you got friends back there. Tell them to grab the first aid kit. You know. <laughs> now I'm gonna grab, grab the champagne for my victory. <laughs> 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 I, I know you and your girl. Uh, anytime you have it, you suffer a crippling defeat. You, she she consults you. So go ahead and uh, go look, hug her some. Good man. Look. Good. I feel like Vegeta right now. <laughs> is that a, is that a good thing? Is that an inspiring yeah. role model? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, read the manga. Read the comic, or I'll let you enjoy being Prince of the Saiyans while I'm the Fire Lord over here. No, we don't even Fire claim that anymore. We, we develop past that. We we don't call ourselves Prince of All Saints anymore. We not Yo, is, that, is that what happens? Okay, okay, it's, it's old. Okay, speaking of old, how, that's pretty much what your character is. Last time you saw that was in the Boo Saga. Don't do that. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure that also the, is shots from the audience. <laughs> you feel like Virginia? You said you feel like second, second best. You <laughs> <laughs> don't read the manga. <laughs> we we've established so that rain rains rains preach whatever she says is pretty much gospel. So if she says that she's all 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 she's up top. She's up top. So. She don't read the manga. It's all good. Man. It's all love. It's all, yeah, it's all love. It's, it's, it's all love. It's all love. Again, in this episode, no friends were harmed in the making of this episode. No friends. And lastly, I, wanna, I do want to say, obviously, I love Vegeta to pieces. He was why I watched Dragon Ball Z. I, I oh, literally am writing a story now that's so based around a character that's like Vegeta. So Yeah, shouts out to Zuko. Yeah. We love these characters. They 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 are the best. Period. Yeah. Look, Zuko would have washed Azula if she didn't pull that funny. Everybody keeps saying, "Oh, Azula, if she wasn't crazy." No, Zuko leveled up when he learned that dragon. Hey, yes, he's, 
he was as soon yeah. as Azula would have fired off a lighter shot, the fight would have been over right then and there. Like, yeah, yeah. there was no fight, there was no contest. I think she saw that in him, that's why she fired it at Katara. She was like, Yo, I know that stance. Yeah, and then also, Vegeta is the one who actually is a present father, he's the one who actually has who actually grows and changes over the series. No offense to Goku, but he is a flat arc character by definition. Yeah, I don't know if Goku went to go take a test. He will be like legally, like I don't know. Yeah, he would especially be special. Forest Gump IQ. Yeah, come on, yeah, yeah. Let's be, let's be nice. I mean, I ain't fighting him though. Like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you give him his test results. Yeah, I'll let you give him his test results as far as saying he's an idiot, but uh. I know you all saw the episode where he's like, Vegeta, where Goku asked Vegeta, he's like, what does kissing mean? What's kissing? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll, we have two like, kids. Look, Goku <laughs> is pure of heart. Any character development will ruin that. So keep him just how. It yeah. also, yeah. also kind of yeah. means that Chi Chi is a rapist. But that's that's a, where that's, that's where we kept it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. On that note, <laughs> let's get in season, season three, episode one. <laughs> oh, no, they, they coming for Goku. In the, oh, no. Um, Look, Dev, I'm I'm last thing I'm gonna say, I'm sorry, but Azula is not touching Zuko after he learns the dragon dance. I'm trying to no, tell you, bro. No, it wasn't happening. They were in two different yes, because Azula also like lost, she was her mind also was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when he fought her on top of the airship before that, and she ended up getting knocked off the airship? He was actually they he were was, on par. She, yeah, they were, they were on she was par. afraid that he was gonna die. Like he, she like he no, he was afraid that she was gonna die. He was like, Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. he was yeah. like, Damn, she's she's really about to die. Like, <laughs> yeah, like this is yeah. it. This is yeah. it. She she pulled it out. She's <laughs> like, of course. Yeah, so Zuko but, definitely gets past her. I I I'm, I do look, I am looking forward to when Vegeta actually does officially beat Goku. What's funny though about it is Vegeta's okay. at the point now where he doesn't he clearly doesn't even care about that. He's, he's well, he, still the, he still does. He, he still cares, does. but it's not his. It's not his own driving force. He's like, I'm. When they had the whole training, there was a time when Goku was like, "Hey, let's go train with Whis and do some stuff." And he's like, "Mama's pregnant with our second kid," and Goku's Yo, like, Devin, "So, I it, see your comment, and I'm not putting that on the screen. Not I'm up. not putting that comment on the screen, <laughs> what, what, bro. <laughs> no, you're not curious. doing that today. And that's <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying it's inaccurate or accurate, but we can't put that on the screen. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm not uh, doing that. No, we can't put the one up. But, uh, but before, I, before we wrap yeah. things up, uh, do you guys have any closing remarks? You want to tell them where to find you? Uh, you want to go first, though? Go first. No, nah, you go first while I'm thinking. Oh, right on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. As O pointed out earlier, I'm wearing, I'm rocking my uh, one of my shirts for my my books, uh, Slade and Ash. Um, Rain, who has bought a bunch of my products, has read them and stuff. You can go to Echelon G Novels uh, dot com. Check out our stuff if you're into indie comics or stories. We got a whole bunch of things. Zell and uh, Otis have also read a bunch of my stuff too. Um, yeah, come on by and also check out the CIP network. We're, we're doing our relaunching our third season with with some D and D coming up, and Otis will be on there on the uh, season premiere. Her, so. I have never played D and D before in my life. Zell will be on there too. And so, uh, and so, Shermont, Shermont, I can tell Shermont wants to come on. Shermont will be on there as well, but uh, but yeah, it's coming up soon. So if you're if you're if you're a blurred, you're welcome. If you're not a blurred, you're welcome too. His, his character has to be named Letters or something like. Is that a, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He can fly. He can fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I guess uh, you can find me as El Nobel pretty much everywhere on all platforms, including uh, PSN. Uh, y'all can come see me at Monster Hunter Rise. That's that's been my game these last couple of weeks. Uh, and yeah, I just been uh, come see us on the podcast. We just dropped the podcast. We're talking about, you know, Castlevania, what's going on in the world these days, J. Cole album. Uh, I don't think we I don't think we did nothing on Palestine. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah. we uh, yeah, but we we do stuff like that every Sunday at seven p.m. So Eastern Standard Time. So y'all come y'all come chill with us. And you can catch me tomorrow night right back here on the same channel. Uh, I'll be on the the base sports show talking about these playoffs because uh, definitely some definitely, definitely some going on there. I have a lot to say. That's uh, tomorrow night at seven thirty p.m. Eastern. Uh, 10.30 p.m. Central. I mean, uh, Pacific, I'm sorry. Not Central. Not, not, that's not that bad. But yeah, uh, it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. And uh, hope you guys tune in next week. And we'll uh, bid you guys adieu here. Have a nice night. And we'll have commercials for these things that they introduced. Yeah, uh, that's what it's yeah and there's a boy, Shimon. All right, look. Getting the letters. <laughs> the show would not run without this guy right here. So much, not. much respect to to my guy over here, Shaman. Right, like, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a player. Why not? Borshamon, that's his, his intro. That's his intro. Yeah. Still much respect for picking Sona. I, I, I definitely respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Sometime I'm going to have to drop a video. We finally got our advertisement done or our, um, our trailer for our programs. We do a lot of nerdy stuff, everything from uh, training up kids to be good ninjas, teaching them parkour, how to fight with swords. What? And then we have our anime club. So oh we God. love doing nerdy stuff with Youth Net Club. Can I join? Yo, I bro, a- make sure you're recording that and posting that stuff, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that's dope. He, he said parkour lessons and ninja lessons. Like, God. Yeah, record yeah. that stuff. Yeah. With swords. He said with swords. Yeah, you got to put some of that up somewhere. I, I know that I know they're teaching you how to use the TikToks. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Again, good night, you guys. No snakes, just ladders. We'll see you next week. Next week, guys.